0: Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all a rugby league experience. I'm your host Big Les. Let's go through the news and updates. Haven't really done this in a while, been focused on other content which will be dropping tonight and I've dropped in the past few days. But let's get straight into it. Let's get into the news and updates in the last I'd say a few days. I'd say the last 5 days or so. So, a big one here. We start off big because big is always best. Sean O'Sullivan has signed with the Penrith Panthers. Really great signing here if I'm a Penrith fan. Especially when looking at it in the sense that it could be a potential replacement for Tyrone May. Obviously played that utility role. You look at it from a from the outside looking in. Upper side chorus there. Now I mentioned this last time when we were talking about this being rumored. Uh, as a signing, obviously, it's happened now, but Apisai Korosau, he's been linked off to the West Tigers. Mitch Kenny, they've obviously got there as that other hooker option. Um, it would be a smart one, in a sense, obviously, to uh, you know move Mitch Kenny. If Apisai Korosau does go, move Mitch Kenny off into that hooker role. Sean O'Sullivan then gets that 4 0 role all to himself, um, which so we'll, we'll see what happens in the next few days. I Personally, I don't think Appeside Coruscant is even going to go because they've obviously got Jacob Little and Simpkin there who have done relatively good jobs. I think that the Tigers actually would be quite confident in them. And I think the Hodson and Appeside Coruscant rumors were just a bit of fake news, unfortunately. If it does happen and, you know, I, I could be wrong, completely wrong about that. But personally, from the outside looking in, I just don't see Coruscant or Hodgson going to the West Tigers. I do see Hodgson potentially going to the Titans um, if that does play out. Obviously, another rumor there. Um, But look, as I said, from a fan looking, from the outside looking in, I am praying that this signing of Sean O'Sullivan goes well. I don't think Upper Side Coruscant will be going off to the West Tigers. So it will really be a fight for the 14th spot between Kenny and O'Sullivan. I think O'Sullivan gets it because he's just that raw talent. Really good signing um, as well if you look at it uh, through an origin perspective. Obviously, Cleary and Luai are now the proven origin halves pairing. So they'll both be gone for origin. And you definitely chuck a guy like Sean O'Sullivan in the halves um, as a replacement there. They obviously don't have Burden or Tyron May at any more Whoever partners him in the halves, though, will do a really good job. Uh, you could even see Corris maybe sliding into that 5'8 role um, in that origin period because he can play in the halves a little bit. So, so, but from an origin perspective, this is a really good signing. He'd be a great fill-in, Sean O'Sullivan. But as a long-term year-round signing, if he signed for just for the 2022 season, um, if that means that he does end up going off for the Dolphins, I think that'd be an awesome one there. But... In terms of long-term, in terms of 2022 season, I think this is a great one because he'll suit that 14 jersey really well as well as the origin period, which we just mentioned. Now, Brisbane Broncos have signed Tamari Martin. Obviously, he had that shocking head injury. I think he had a few seizures and whatnot. Decided to call it quits, decided to retire, and fair enough, that is a pretty hectic injury and a pretty, pretty hectic thing to happen to a guy, especially like Tamari Martin, who was a really talented 5'8 for the Cowboys. I think they actually did lose a bit of creativity when they lost to Mari Martin, um, especially in attack. I think he was a really um, big force in their attack. Uh, obviously, he plays he plays sort of a similar game to Michael Morgan in the sense that he's extremely off the cuff when he just plays off what happens around him. Uh, I think it's a great signing for the Broncos. You're just adding players onto that list. Of who partners Adam Reynolds and look honestly I don't know I couldn't tell you I think it'd be a great 14 option if he doesn't end up making the starting side I think he would be eased back into rugby league anyway I don't think he'd be getting a starting spot straight away especially from the injury he's coming back from Um, personally I think Tyson Gamble is first in line for that 5-8 spot uh, with Adam Reynolds I think he was sensational Um, but Tamari Martin he is a really really talented player whether he can maintain that talent going over to the Brisbane Broncos potentially get that 14 jersey and just rip and tear I hope so because he is such a talented player and he was definitely one of the most talented players in the park when he did play for the Cowboys a few years ago now in other news if you don't remember this guy you probably will once I give you a little reminder once I say his name Zach Seney debuted for the West Tigers, he played I think one or two games uh, and then didn't play much first grade after that at all, made his debut game, scored two tries, it was a really good game, I'm pretty sure it was against the Dragons uh, and he played some decent footy, not sure as to why he got cut out of the starting side Um, but he has been given a train and trial deal with the Sharks. Personally, I like this one. And I think Craig Fitzgibbon's going a bit all out here with some outside backs, obviously signing Matt Icavalu, now Zaksini. Whether he's scared that he doesn't have enough depth uh, in terms of outside backs, I'm not sure, but he has signed two. Uh, and I think, look, honestly, you don't go wrong signing a guy like Zaksini, who is really young. He's ready to go. He is really keen to rip in. Uh, I think this is a great signing here for the Sharks. Train and trial deal as well. So he gets to get amongst the boys. He gets to get amongst a guy like Dalfa Nukin, who is just an absolute monster at training. Uh, Nico Hines, who's a really talented young guy. I Could definitely learn a lot of him. Uh, even Cameron McInnes bringing that experience into training. I think will do all the world of good for Zaxini. So personally, I really like this signing for the Cronulla Sharks. Now. This one here, this report here, I really like. It is about Luke Brooks. Now, talked a lot about Luke Brooks lately, talked about a lot about the West Tigers lately as well. Um, uh, probably will talk about it soon. I'm um, uh, rum- oh, no, not rumored, I don't know what I was saying then. Um, the Short Bull and I are trying to get a time to talk about the West Tigers soon enough, uh, probably in the coming days. So make sure you guys tune in for that one. Uh, it will probably be in the next few days, um, depending on school and whatnot. We both still attend high school, so it's gonna be—we're um, not gonna have much time on our hands per se. Uh, but we will get a time sorted, and uh, that one will be dropping in the next few weeks, uh, if not in the next few days. So, yeah, as I said, make sure you guys tune into that one. But anyway, going to the update. Andrew Johns, Joey Johns has recently—he's recently signed. With the Newcastle Knights as a halves training coach. I'm not sure what the exact role is called, but he basically trains up the halves. Now, this is a quote here from Joey Johns uh, on Luke Brooks. And I think just after he said this, it was from the Daily Telegraph, I'm pretty sure, but just after he said this, I think there is a huge possibility that we could see Luke Brooks in a Knights jersey in a few months' time. Now, I'll read out the quote to you now. It says, I could help him with when to pass, when to run, when to, when to kick, but also I think the players around him need to understand his strengths and how to get the best out of him. I think it would be exciting to work with Luke. That's what Joey John said. I absolutely love this. I'm excited because... I think I think it'd be a happy divorce, as the guru says himself, for Luke Brooks to leave the West Tigers. Obviously, go off to the um, off to the Knights, playing alongside Jake Clifford, who I think will just free him up heaps. Uh, another example um, where a guy wasn't being freed up much. We talk about Jack Whiten and the season he had in twenty twenty one. Quite quiet during the middle part of the season. Uh, and then all of a sudden, Sam Williams starts to free him up, and we sort of see the best of um, Jack Whiten a bit. We see glimpses of greatness from Jack Whiten towards the end of the season. Now, during the middle of the season, he didn't really have that halves guy um, next to him that really just controlled the team and freed him up to do whatever he wants on the park, let him play footy. That's the best uh, part of Jack Whiten's game it's the exact, uh, sorry, Jamal Fogarty comes in. Let me just finish this off because I was about to skip a a bigger chunk of the story in my point. Jamal Fogarty is going to come in in 2022 and it is going to free up Jack White in heaps because we've seen a lot um, of that sort of team controlling mentality and that leader mentality from Jamal Fogarty and I think it is going to do Jack White in the world of good it's going to be a similar effect here if league brooks goes off to the newcastle knights because jake clifford whilst young is sort of showing sparks of you know taking the team uh I wouldn't say carrying the team but he's definitely not carrying the team uh I'm trying to find the word the, the right wording for this so you guys understand my point let's just, he he's sort of taking the team around the park, and therefore freeing up, will free up if he goes there, Luke Brooks, uh, to just play footy. He's done with Mitchell Pierce even. He's let Mitchell Pierce play the best brand of his footy, whilst also sort of taking the team around the park, controlling the team in some sense, um, and doing all the little things right in order for Mitchell Pierce to play his best game, and... If Mitchell Pearce ends up going to Cutterlands, which seems pretty likely, Luke Brooks goes off to the Knights, this is going to be awesome stuff. It is going to be awesome stuff to see Luke Brooks go off to the Knights, be coached by a guy like Joey Johns, who is probably the greatest of all time. you, You know what? Not probably. He is the greatest of all time. He's the greatest player of all time, Joey Johns. Playing under the guy, being trained by a guy like Joey Johns, It will do Luke Brooks the world of good. The world of good. I'm just honestly so excited. I mean, Joey Jones already said that he'd be excited to work with him. I can't wait for 2022 if Luke Brooks is in a Newcastle Knights jersey because it's going to be some really, really exciting stuff. Now, this is a news report that came out in the NRL, uh, on the NRL app just recently. Just take a listen to this. It's about the Dolphins. For all the talk about Kalen Ponga and Cameron Munster joining Wayne Bennett at the Dolphins, little-known Harrison Graham will go down in club history as the first player signed. Uh, sorry. At I've in Burping uh, up a storm. Little-known Harrison Graham will go down in club history as the first player signed for the NRL's new franchise. The 20-year-old junior Queensland origin hooker. Well, sorry, junior Queensland uh, let me say that again. Junior Queensland Origin hooker, not Queensland Origin hooker. We know who the Queensland Origin hooker is. Sort in the under twenties Origin. Uh, Queensland Origin hooker is regarded as one of the best up and coming nines in the game. And when a guy's been talked like that from an NRL expert, geez, you got to get excited for what's to come from this young bloke. He would have been signed cheap. And that just rules out Hooker because it is just a position that you don't have to worry about going into 2022. Unless they want to sign a more experienced Hooker, bring him in and play Harrison Graham off the bench. Uh, I, I don't know what they're going to do. But honestly, to be honest, I just let Harrison Graham play that Hooker role. If he's if he's obviously one of the best up-and-coming uh, number nines in the game, you, you, you sort of want to start him a bit and just taste him out. See, oh, that really sounded really wrong. That did not sound right at all. Let me try and say that in a way that doesn't sound sexual. Um, just to see how he plays and sort of uh, test him out, I'd, uh, <laughs> I was supposed to say, um, with calves combinations, spine combinations, and just see how he goes. It really, for me, it depends who they sign. If they sign Kalen Pongan and Munster, I think they can just leave Harrison Graham at the... Um, Sorry, at the hooker spot. Um, But if they sign really young blokes, then I think they would do them the world of good signing, more experienced NRL hooker. Um, But as I said, it is really um, up to who they sign. And this guy is the first guy that that has been signed by the Dolphins. It is going to be really exciting stuff to see what this guy can do. Um, He also has the ability to play lock forward. Like Melbourne's Brandon Smith, which is really interesting as well. Obviously, you can just chuck him at the lock forward role. To be honest, just reading that, I think he'd be great as a 14. Similar impact to Brandon Smith, Uh, just chuck him at lock, or you can put him at hooker. It's actually similar to Mitch Kenny as well. Mitch Kenny can also play in the lock forward role. Brandon Smith, those guys. It is going to be really exciting to see what they do with this young bloke, but. Congrats to the Dolphins for their first ever signing, and this guy is making history, so we bloody hope that he's going to be sensational in 2023. Gareth Wittip is off contract at the end of 2022. Should the Dolphins make a play for him? That is the big question put out there by the NRO roast. Roasty himself, Uncle Roasty, says here he will be turning 34 right on round one of 2023 but could bring experience and leadership into the initial squad. What do you guys think? Let me know in the DMs what you guys think, because I think this would be an awesome signing for the Dolphins. He can play fullback. He can play 5'8". He can play halfback. He could play roaming lock if you bloody wanted him to him. You can bulk, bulk him up, but he just brings that experience into the training. You could even do what they did with Benji Marshall and just chuck him on the in the forward end to come off the bench. I think he's... Too in too good of a form at the moment, actually, to be honest, to do that. I think it would be great as a halfback, really bringing that experience to the Dolphins. It is going to be really interesting to see what happens with him. It's not rumored. Don't don't say that Leroy said it's rumored that the Dolphins are going to sign Garth up because it's not. It is not rumored it is just a little opinion here by Uncle Roasty himself, but it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with him. What happens with Gareth Wittab in twenty twenty at the end of twenty twenty two? I really like this signing. I hope it goes well for the uh, for the Redcliffe Dolphins. As I said, really great signing. And then last update here. The Knights actually made this announcement today. Jack Johns, Phoenix Crossland, and Chris Randall have extended their Knights deals. Not sure for how much, um, but they have uh, re-sign- all re-signed with the club. Really great signing here. Again, you talk about depth. Jack Johns, you can play back row and lock. Phoenix Crossland, 5'8", half back. And then Chris Randall, obviously, in that hooker spot. I think you can also play a bit of 5'8", as well, so... Really great depth there for the Newcastle Knights. Really great that they re-signed these young blokes. Future of the club, great signings. Well, that is it, guys. That is your news and updates in the last, I'd say, five days. Thank you for choosing Big Lez's League and all rugby league experience. Recommend this podcast to a friend, and I'll see you guys in the next one.